And it's so sad to me that so many people nowadays lack that patience, lack that endurance, because we're such a microwave society. I need it now. I want it now. And you need to be who I want you to be instead of really growing to be people that can coexist peacefully. What's up, you guys? It's your girl, Angelise, and this is the podcast, Purposely Random, a podcast by Angelise, and I am your host. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much for stopping by, listening in, watching in on my YouTube channel, Angelise Music, like Music Soul Child, um, on YouTube. And if it's the, the first time you're hearing this, let's talk about what we talk about. We talk about interpersonal skills development, intrapersonal skills development, mental health, the Black mixed experience. We talk about nerdy things, the social climate, social commentary, all things random. And if you would like to hear and learn more, keep listening and also subscribe to my YouTube page, subscribe to my um, podcast on all of the places you can listen to podcasts. All right, let's get into the theme song. I forgot to tell you guys, I'd be singing on here too. So <laughs> today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about um, the movie One Night in Miami. So spoiler alerts. I'm not really going to get into like the actual movie, but just kind of some thoughts that, that came up as I was watching the movie um, that are really about listening and, and hearing hard, listening, hearing, and speaking hard truths. Um, you know, your self-image versus the perspective of others and how to make that, how to kind of rectify the two um, inside your mind and then make them your reality if, if you so be it. Um, so let's get into the theme song of this episode that's right off the top of the dome because that's what I do. Um, you may not want to hear it. It may not even ring true to you, but it's a perspective that you might want to think about. Mm -hmm. Think about if it's true. Go ahead and do what you want to do with it. But if it ain't feeling like something you want to do, Go ahead and move on, go ahead and move on, it ain't all that deep, but share your truth with me. I mean, it is that deep, but you know, <laughs> I don't know, that was not that great, it's, but it's okay. We're going to keep rocking and rolling on. So if you don't know, One Night in Miami is a movie that was directed by um, Regina King, and it, it um, goes into depths about 
a fictitious story based on a true event where Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Jim Jones, he was a football player, and um, Sam Cooke all get together and have like a little meeting, a little party where they talk and they have their hard truth. So watch it. Um, it's really, really powerful, impactful, and um, sadly still very timely, um, which gives me mixed feelings. Like I'm like, can we start to evolve, to evolve past this needing to be relevant when it comes to the injustice against Black people and how they're treated? And I'm glad that I'm talking about this in February, the the uh, Black History Month. But, but uh, it's so frustrating, and this is kind of an aside, but it's so frustrating that, that people are still oppressed on the same level that they were when this movie came about. Like, the events where this movie came about and came from. But I'm not going to get into that because I don't want to get my feathers ruffled off and um, get off of topic of what this movie's really about, what this moment, what this podcast is really about. So we talked about hearing and speaking hard truths. So for me, this has been a, a labor of intense and hard, uh, hard love, tough love, I mean, speaking and hearing truths. Um, I'll go into a little bit of detail about some, some recent events. So I was talking to someone getting to know them on a I don't even know, like not even friends, but we had a connection and we were talking about the show This Is Us. And like, I'm like, I do not like Toby. He's sneaky. Once you sneak the little things, you can't be trusted. Da, da, da. You know, talking about a movie or the TV show, but also it kind of had some validity to like some of the truths that I had experienced by the people I have chosen. Uh, not very much great guys. They sneaky snuck. So, um, the person I was talking to took that. We were talking about um, randomly. So we talked about This Is Us, but then we also talked about Life. Life, one of my favorite movies. Okay, let's look. Quick aside. I know almost all the stuff from Life, you know. Eyes tired, boss. White's only pies. Um, <laughs> New York City's. New York City one, New York City two. It's <laughs> a gun line, boss. Like, the boom boom room, like that movie, I love it so very much. Like you gonna eat your cornbread, like listen, it's been helping me with this coronavirus situation. But um, <laughs> they were like, oh, I said, you know, if Ray, Ray's better than me, cause ain't no way. After I found out that you just tried to leave me in jail while you got free, and then you just found out that you you ain't getting free, now you're trying to run away with me, that I'm going to let you run away with me? Uh-uh. I would have a hard time forgiving that. And the person was like, that I was talking to in real life, they were like, you have a hard time forgiving people. Like, you try, but it seems like you hold grudges. And that just been your girl spiraling. Because I'm like, what? And they said a lot of other things. Um talking about, you know, you're a really great person, you always try to um, encourage people, and you're a great praise and worship leader, and you do all these great things, but you know, now, that negativity, it'd be sticking much harder than all that that nice stuff, because I'm like, I can be nice to myself, I need somebody to, to see the things that are nice about me, and 
you know, don't say the bad thing. But <laughs> that's not reality. That's not life. And that's not how it works. So um, when they said that, it really kind of shook me up. And because I, I was like, why Why did you say that? That kind of seems random. And they're like, well, you know, what you said about Toby. And like, you don't seem like you, you seem like you have a hard time forgiving uh, people, like forgetting what they did to you. You kind of hold grudges. Do you hold grudges? And I was like, well, I mean, kind of, yeah. Um, I hold grudges. I don't mean to. And it's not even grudges. It's like more so I hurt them to the hurt and the pain of what people did to me. Um, and we ended up having like this kind of long conversation. And I was like, you know, I'm kind of like tired of like talking about myself. So I kind of want to just like not talk about this anymore. So we can still talk. He didn't say anything wrong. He just provided information that I have to, like, kind of digest. So, because they're like, don't internalize it. I'm like, you told me not to internalize them, but that's what I do. That's how I cope. You know, take it in. If it's something I agree with and I want to work on, try to work on. If it's something that I agree with but I don't want to work on, I don't work on it. If it's something that I don't agree with, and I don't work on it. But let me try to at least see where you're coming from so we can maybe adjust our interaction so I don't cause you to feel slighted or stumbled or, or bringing up any triggering things to you. Like, let me evaluate those things by offering me your hard truth, your honesty without judgment, without me being thinking less of you. But just let me just hear what you have to say. Open up to me, even if it's about me. But sometimes I'll be like, just, just not right now. Just not because I just found out my friend had passed away. Then we were watching Mandalorian, and it was like, <sighs> Mandalorian was also doing my escape, and now we're talking about me. <laughs> Great, it's amazing. Um, it was not amazing. I did not like it. But then we ended up talking again, and they apologized and um, said that they shouldn't say everything that that comes to their mind, especially when it was like. There was no purpose or point to say it. Um, and, you know, I was able to express, you know, it was just more so of a timing thing. And um, I still want them to open up to me. And, you know, they, there was some truth to what they said. So we're good. We're cool. It's not a big deal. Um, that, that reminded me of the movie, though, because they all had different perspectives and they all saw how to be a great um, public figure, um, whether it be a, a musician, whether it be an activist, whether it be an athlete. They all had different perspectives of how to be um, a public figure and to be an advocate for Black people. And they all had opinions of each other and they try to force, at some points, try to force their narrative onto another person. And what I loved is that they were patient enough, they had enough of patience and they had enough endurance to stick through the night, to really get resolve, to really see and understand what the other person was saying. And it's so sad to me that so many people nowadays lack that patience, lack that endurance, because we're such a microwave society. I need it now, I want it now. And you need to be who I want you to be instead of really growing to be people that can coexist peacefully 
I'm not asking you to be and think the way that I do. I want you to <laughs> make it easier for me, but it also would probably leave us very stagnant if we all thought the same thing. And I don't want to be stagnant. I want to move forward. I want to move on. Um, uh, regardless of if my friend thinks that I have a hard time moving on, <laughs> I do want to move on. So I love the movie for that. And I, I, I'm so excited to find more friends like that, more friends that will be able to, to really allow me to see their perspective of me. And like, hopefully, you know, they can see my perspective of them and we can still be friends and know that this small thing that I see in you, that I know that you want to grow past, I'm here to support you as you grow through it. And if you, you're not ready to do that work right now, that's fine. I'm here. Whatever. Whatever you want to do. Um, besides like murdering people and um, anything illegal because your girl is not routed, 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 die. I was trying to say about it, about it, but I was like, routed, routed. <laughs> I'm not routed, routed. I'm not right, right. And like, I'm trying to get by it, by it because I ain't trying to be in it. Um, so <laughs> that, that was a tough conversation. So many tough conversations I've been having. Um, you know, having to be told, you know, you're really emotional. I'm like, I know I'm emotional, but like, oh, you're not really ready to handle that. That's more of a you thing and not a me thing. And having to rectify, you know, what's a me thing? What's a you thing? What's a them thing like is it something that i'm willing to work past on with you are you willing to work on it too because i ain't working by myself listen clock in because <laughs> we about to get this money we about to get this work um if you're not willing to do it then let's let's make a decision from there of where to go um but it, it does take a moment to inhale and breathe in the information that you're being offered does it resonate does it ring true and what do you want to do from there? What do you want to do? Because all I can do and all you can do is control your own behavior. You can't make them do anything. You can't tell them how to say, talk to you. You can just control you. So how do you want to control yourself? What do you want to choose in this moment? Um, there's a lot of things about myself that I'm very honest about. Like, you know, I'm like, you know, my sense of values. I'm working on that. I um, overthink things. I can be really sensitive. Um, I can be really blunt. I can be really jokey. Like, sometimes I'll be joking at the wrong time and be making people so mad. And sometimes I laugh and it's really not the best. It's kind of toxic. Um, it's actually really toxic. Probably gonna get murdered. Just kidding. Hopefully not because I've been watching a lot. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of murder mysteries lately. And um, I'm not trying to end up on there. So I better tighten up what I've been saying and how I've been saying it and who I've been saying it to. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Um, I've been really having a lot of dark sense of humor lately. I've always had it, but, like, I've been really morbid. So, don't mind me, Jamboree. Um, <laughs> I think that's a good stopping point for now. I think I'll follow up with this soon. But basically, hard truths are worth your time, worth your effort, worth your energy. Get you a circle of trust where you can 
hold each other accountable, speak hard truths, and also be with people that are not going to force you into their narrative. Like, listen, I've, just because you say it doesn't mean that I have to do it. Like, please understand that your opinion should be hands-off. It should be, like, this is what I think you should do, but it's, it's your life. But I'm just saying, like, you know, you know, just do you. Because um, at the end of the day, you're the only person that lives with you every day. I can go home. And even if I live with you every day, I got my own bedroom. And if I don't got my own bedroom one day, you better tighten up and we better go to this counseling. Because we're one. You better work on it. Because I'm going to work on it too. Hold me accountable, baby. I love you. <laughs> Anyways, I've been so goofy with my imagination. My imaginary husband. Baby, when you hear these one day, just know I've been praying for you. I've been longing for you. And, I, and I've been preparing myself to be whole and be a compliment to you. Speaking of compliments, what about this makeup, though? Giving you lashes, giving you... Okay, that's enough. All right, so let's get into our final segment of today. And that's where we're going to talk about... 3,000 questions about me. Please provide your answers down in the comments below. Um, we're going to do number 1,516. What common pitfalls do you find yourself dealing with in your work life? <sighs> pitfalls, work life. Mostly like getting overstimulated. I feel like when I'm overstimulated, I shut down because of my my brain injury. Um, I also kind of get irritable because of that brain injury. Um, I also want to distract. I also have a hard time with like communication with my supervisor. And I know I could be doing better, but I'm like, girl, why are you my supervisor if you don't even try? That's my pitfall. I need to step up to the streets. And, you know, I pray that my biggest pitfall, honestly, if I'm being all 100%, is I, I, I'm too patient when I, I don't need to be patient. Because um, I feel like the treatment that I'm giving, getting, even though I have paperwork to explain my injury, and they say they make all these promises about what they're going to do. Um, I'm testing my patience, and this probably does not make any sense because I have a lot of thoughts about it. But my biggest pitfall is the leadership. Um, personal pitfall is my my brain injury. But we pray the Lord will give me strength, will give me healing like He already has in the past. And I pray that He gives you healing too. I pray that as you go through this month and then um, this year, that. I can be someone that helps you have an outlet, gives you a couple of laughs. It's funny. Um, and we just have a good time on this ride. And that's how I feel about you. It's amazing. And I feel loved by you. And I, I hope you feel loved by me too. Because you are abundantly loved by God. And loved abundantly by me. And as always, be real. Be you. Because ain't nobody better. Be real. Be you. Do what you came here to do and be the light that you want to see. Peace. Things coming together so beautifully. One day it all makes sense.
Journey with me, purposely, random.